Welcome to the Podcast Network of Family Life. I'm Brian Goins, host of Married with Benefits, where we're on this relentless pursuit to help you love the one you're with and discover all the benefits that came with saying, I do. This season, we've been answering questions every husband has probably asked a hundred times, but had just never gotten a clear answer. And so, Shanti, uh, you're here helping us do that. Oh, yeah. It's uh, awesome. I, I love really, helping these husbands. I really appreciate it. And I'm really glad that you're going to be answering this question today because I know um, this one's near and dear to my heart and I have no idea what to do. So we need some help. Listen to this. Hi, I'm Rodney. Been married for 22 years. And you know what? Sometimes my wife cries for no apparent reason. Man, what should I do when that happens? Do you feel Rodney's pain? I feel his pain. Yeah. I feel your hus- you all you husbands' pain. Oh, man. I know that's really confusing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it's, it's unfair, I think. I feel like it's unfair. <laughs> I feel like it's this, like, all of a sudden, the game stops. Whatever I was doing, it could be an argument. It could be something fun. It could be, I mean, there's, it's not just in arguments when crying no, happens. No, no, no. Right? Not at all. Now, before we jump in, we dug up a few facts. Oh, I can't wait to hear these. About women that cry. So according to a 2004 research study at Tilburg University in the Netherlands, the average woman cries three to five times a month. And you said that sounded low. That actually sounds low to me. Yep. I don't know if those are maybe European women. They're more stoic. Man, I'm loving my wife more and more. She she is below average, I have to say. Oh, Jen, good Jen. Jen, Jen. I think we get this reversal. I think I cry maybe more than Jen does. I can cry at commercials. I'm okay. a little more emotional. I'll right. own that. That's me. That's on me. But anyway, but, but, but men according generally, to the Netherlands men. Yes. The, yeah, these guys are really <laughs> stoic. They cry at most once a month at most. Women cry approximately 30 gallons of tears in their lifetimes. 30 gallons. That's a lot. That's a lot of tears. Ironically, and this is true, that's about the same amount of beer the average American man drinks every year. <laughs> And then women actively seek out leisure activities that make them feel sad because of a certain pleasure in the experience of feeling moved toward moved to tears. Yes. Isn't that a little I can, hey why do you think chick flicks? Yeah. And we talked in another episode about how the romance movies sort of stir up something well. This is another way that it does that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And two thirds of women, this is what really blew me away. Two thirds of women, that's sixty six percent. Admit to crying for no reason whatsoever. Now, if you start crying on this podcast, Shanti, I will be in trouble. We'll be we'll be in big time trouble. So we need some help, and and I really want us to answer three questions on this podcast. Today. Yeah, I want us to know why do they do this? Why do women do this? What is really happening? And then how do we as men respond when it happens? So that you don't have the deer in the headlights look, because that's what as, I feel. Yeah. Okay, so. Hey, Shanti, before you get started, we actually we have a special guest to bring in on this one that really has some expertise on this, especially when it comes to Brian. Oh, great. I'm wondering if this is my wife or it could be my daughter. Your mom? My mom. Is my mom here? (laughs) Hmm? Oh, it is my wife. So Jen walks into the room. You guys should see the look on Brian's face I know. right now. It's awesome. Now, now, now I've got to really watch what i got to say. <laughs> Before I felt like this is my playground, and now i gotta, I got to really look. I'm fact-checking. This is a fact-check. <laughs> so we just, we just said that the average woman cries three to five times a month. Okay. And I said you were below average. I am below average. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big crier. Would but... you say that you're more of a crier than I am? 
Yes. Okay. See, I said he said he might be more. I of said one. I might be more of a cry. He cries no, at commercials. I haven't seen you cry in a while. I don't think. Maybe I'm just just because I'm too, under too Do much you, stress. Okay. <laughs> I cry, maybe it's I just crying it in the middle of the night now. <laughs> Brian's trying to get his man card back. I know. (laughs) Oh, so when was the last time you cried? Have you cried last week? Um, I'm trying to think. I know there was a time in the last couple weeks that I did cry. I was overwhelmed with everything in life and feeling sad about something, but I can't remember what it was. (laughs) So I don't have a great story for that. (laughs) That's a good news, actually. Yeah, it is. That you don't hold on to that. That's good. Yeah, it actually it and it points out something about the brain science of women too. Yeah, so yeah. we are answering three questions in this podcast. Okay, we're answering okay why mm-hmm. why does this happen? What is really going on inside the mind of a woman, uh, or maybe the heart of a woman? And then mm-hmm. also, what do we do as guys? How do we respond? Because we are talking to husbands, so this is questions every husband's asking. Okay, so you're going to help us out, huh? I will. Okay, I will. so Shanti, why? Tell me why my wife does this. (laughs) So, all right. So here's one of the things that's underneath it. And again, I'm going to be super simplifying something. So if we have any neuroscientists listening to this, please don't write in angry emails. (laughs) I'm I'm sure we do. But I actually had looked into something about this because we had done a study about the workplace where, of course, you know, tears are even worse than when, you know, you feel bad at home. And what we actually found is that men's and women's brains handle emotion completely differently, that there's actually a way that for men, when you get sort of signals that pass into your brain, they go straight from your senses, for example, like some, you know, touch or smell or sight or whatever, and it goes straight to the functional center in the brain that needs to process it. A woman's brain, often that signal goes from her eyes or ears or whatever, and it will actually go through a really powerful emotion processing part of the brain first and then get funneled out to the functional centers. So it's essentially going through an emotion bath first. An emotion bath. So what I heard you saying that is men are more efficient. That's exactly Jen, what I heard. Did we know that he was going to go this direction? <laughs> yes. No, no. This is actually the way that God wired the female brain to work is essentially every signal that passes in a woman's brain has emotion attached to it. Man. And that is the way our brains are wired. That is not sort of we're not defective. Although I know some of the men might <laughs> so be the are going, this. Wait, I, I heard the bypass. <laughs> I like the bypassing of all that and getting right to the logic of it. But what does that feel like? So for a woman, and here's where it's sort of, this is where it's misunderstood by a lot of the husbands, is that often when you see someone who's getting super emotional, you automatically, I think there's something in your brains that's like, okay, if that was me, emotion would be completely furring up the gears. Like the presence of emotion, it means that logic is done. Like there's no thinking going on. And it's actually kind of helpful for men to know that that's not actually the case and that for a woman, I can be getting pretty upset and I can still be thinking perfectly clearly. Thank you very much. (laughs) The presence of emotion doesn't mean that logic has ceased. And I think that's an aha moment uh, for most guys because when we see – when I see you cry – not only do I think that her logic's not present, now we're just dealing with emotion, but I lose all sense of logic. I don't because know what to do. It, it's sort of stimulating your emotion that she's emotional. And it feels Is that like what you mean? It does. Yeah. And right now I feel a little bit like we're in therapy right now. Like this is impromptu <laughs> therapy. So I don't know if, if Jim is orchestrating all of this for us or if something – Is this an intervention, I Jim? feel like it is because right. she's sitting across from both of us and we're sitting really close to each other and 
So it feels a little bit like therapy. One thing I just thought of, and this is a little bit off topic, but just thinking about that whole idea of how when you're first attracted to someone is that I think a lot of men, that's kind of a thing that they're attracted about for a woman is that they can have emotion. And I just think that's something like like, that's a woman and I want to be a part of that because Mm -hmm. maybe they're not feeling that as much. And so it's kind of one of those things after a while can turn into like, oh, you know. That's (laughs) brilliant. Yeah, I think that that's something that, attracts a lot of men to women is because we might have more emotions or because like what you just said, we bathe our thoughts sometimes through our that emotional. That's thing. really brilliant. What do you think, Brian? I mean, I, I can see that for a guy who doesn't feel as connected to his feelings, that actually suddenly having this relationship with this woman who is, I wonder if that's actually not necessarily a bad thing for him. I feel like it's two on one right now, and so I'm a little scared of what to say. Like if I should disagree with that. I no. I I, I think there's probably a, a protective mechanism that comes out too. too for men. That there's a sense of oh, I see that emotion. I want to care mm-hmm. when we're dating, but then when that emotion oh. comes out when you're married, it feels a little different. It feels more paralyzing than it does protective. Uh, you would think that it would be the opposite. You know, once you're married, that oh, I need to protect her more. Yeah. I need to, you know, but there is something where a guy can feel uh, – and I guess it depends on the situation because there's a lot of different reasons why women may cry, you know, that that the, the protective instinct may come out. It's all you if you're the problem. Yes. If, it's, <laughs> if, if, they're, it's cry- yeah, if they're crying when it's, it's clearly something you did or you didn't know that you did, then you're struggling with that. We heard, I heard um, – in fact, Ryan sent this to me that a guy spent a month writing down every time his wife cried in a month. And she was above average because she was over five times. Over three okay. or five times. Yeah. And these are some of the things that she cried about. The fluffy bunny escaped from an Arctic fox in a documentary. And she cried. And she cried, right? That's sweet. Right. There were no biscuits in the house. <laughs> is, I think this is an English girl. So there was no biscuits in the house. Uh, I tried to hold her hand when she wasn't expecting it. I cooked her dinner after a long day. She was just overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she watched a video about a dog. She's an emotional girl. (laughs) But that's only in one month. That's not bad. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a good experiment, guys. Mm -hmm. Write down when you see your wife cry. Right. When you see your wife cry, that would be something good to know. Like just to take notes of that. So what what else is going on? What else is happening in in these moments? Well, for most women, one of the pieces of the puzzle is that because she's wired for emotion – This is when it becomes about what's going on in her life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is it an argument with you? And is she overwhelmed by this feeling that you don't care and now there's a whole nother reason for crying? Or is it that she saw this cute documentary about the bunny escaping the fox and that's like so sweet? Or I love the fact that she had some tears come down out of her eyes when he reached across to take her hand. You know, unexpectedly, she just felt so cared for. And the thing is, guys, did you notice that there's all different reasons for that? Some are negative, some are positive. The presence of tears doesn't necessarily mean negative. Mm. And so if you can also look for some of the signals that this is actually your wife feeling very cared for, that's definitely not a reason to escape. Right. You know, in psychology today, made the statement that one of the biggest mistakes men tend to make in conflict, and this is moving when they're crying in conflict, is perceiving a woman's tears as an indication of sadness. Mm. Then the man begins to console the woman. She may respond by getting snappy because he has misread the cue. Underneath a woman's tears is seldom sadness, but rather anger. 
I would say that's really true for me. Really? Yes, because I think that if I'm feeling overlooked or feeling underappreciated and maybe hypothetically. Our, hypothetically, if our <laughs> if our communication isn't there, so it's like an anger that leads to sadness or maybe a sadness that leads to anger. Mm. Probably a sadness that leads to anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the tears come. So what do you want in that moment? I, I think first I would want a hug, but I want that to be all. I want that want want that to be the only thing. But I would like some physical touch and then some communication about where that's coming from. Hmm. Maybe I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Tell me about it. Tell me if you're sad or if you're angry. Would those be the two mm-hmm. pretty much the two emotions that if it's would, a negative thing yeah, that's going on, negative, yeah. yeah. And and the problem is, Brian, I think for a lot of guys, one of the things that we've seen in the research that's been so interesting and is so different for most women is that we tell the women, so any spies listening in right, to this, feel. we have some, mm-hmm. some women listening into this, is that for men, seeing a woman's tears, it tends to trigger a fight or flight response. Right. Because to a guy, his brain has now gotten locked up. The presence of emotion now for him, it's difficult for him to think clearly. Mm-hmm. And so he thinks, oh my gosh, I have to escape so I can go outside and think clearly and figure out what's going on and what do I do? And so that's the flight response. Or the fight is just to get aggressive, you know, yeah. or or get angry himself. Right. Like, why are you doing this? Why, you know, and almost it's not like why I because I care. It's maybe because I, I don't know how to process. So I'm just processing out an anger. Yeah. Like what's going on in a man's mind where his the gears are slowing down? Like it almost feels like that's what feels like in my brain when, mm-hmm. when Jen is crying in that moment and she's She's feeling, and I, I can't perceive if it's anger, if it's sadness. But I've done something. I've done something. Yeah. My gears slow down in my brain. Well, to some degree, it's because the the male brain is wired to do one thing at a time. And that means you can process a thought or a feeling, but not both. And so you set the feeling aside to process later. But if the feelings won't, don't want to wait, and that sort of furs up the thoughts, like mm. how am I going to be able to figure this out if you're at the office if you're in an emotional conflict with another man, that's one of the reasons why for men, when emotions start rising, if you're in a room, hey, hey, let's just cool it down. Let's just, you know, how about we take a break? Right. You know, how about let's go, um, I'll go get some coffee. You, We can take a bathroom break. We can come back and deal with this in 15, 20 minutes because you both need to go to your opposite corners, so to speak, and let the emotions dissipate. And for your wife... I was going to say, can we – that sounds like a good plan. Can we just I do that? I hate to tell you this. <laughs> Jen is shaking Can we go get coffee? Head. Let's take a break. <laughs> go into our opposite rooms. I really like that. And for your wife, Jen, what does that feel like? Yeah, I was sitting here listening. I was like, is she going to she gonna say that's what we should do? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. Just like immediate, I think, let's – I would feel really sad if that happened, I think. Yeah. I would so, feel abandoned. That was the word we were using earlier. Mm-hmm. When when Brian and I were talking about this, I'm like, we women feel abandoned. Mm-hmm. It's and, even worse. And so let's get into like, what do we do as men? Because I think that's what every guy is asking. Right? Every husband's going, all right, give me the game plan. Like, how do I now respond? Now that I know this, more tendencies are to abandon or to move towards anger. And yeah. we're saying both of those don't work yes. in this situation. Well, what are the reasons, honestly, I think as a guy that you have a tendency to f- towards flight? Some of it is so that you can think clearly, which is, you know, understandable. I mean, that you might feel that way. But to me, one of the other reasons is the reason there's emotion rising in your brain to begin with, it isn't 
like it's catching. It's not a virus. Mm-hmm. But her emotion now has triggered emotion in you because I think you see her as a threat. Mm. That all of that, you know, anger in her, sadness, you're feeling I failed. Right. I'm I'm not doing my job as a husband. She's criticizing me. I didn't do the good job. I've made her feel this way. And so you're feeling like you failed and therefore this emotion is instinctively a threat where the reality is actually no, not necessarily. You've actually got an opportunity to be part of the solution. I mean, I know for a guy it's probably pretty scary, but if you actually give her a hug, like move towards her instead of moving away, usually for most women, and you need to find out a good job. He just reached over and hugged her. I'm very impressed. <laughs> um, <laughs> But if you'll, if you will make, you know, you need to find out ahead of time whether you're for your wife that she is the type that wants a hug in that situation. Not everybody will, but, but most will. If you find that out ahead of time and then the next time that she's upset, take the risk, move towards her, yeah. give her a hug and you'll see that her melt. And you asked a question when we were talking about that story and, and you were saying, I almost want you to ask me a question. Like, are, are you crying because you're angry or are you crying because you're sad? I mean, have you found that to be helpful for guys in that moment to go to ask why they're crying? I don't know that I would know the answer to that of whether it's sadness or anger at that point. Well, because it's, it's probably. But both. I think a lot of women, <laughs> when you when you say why are you crying, mm. I think that yeah. feels sort of like like an attack, a, like a little bit of an attack. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, the especially if you say it like that. Why are you crying? <laughs> well, kind of the age old thing where men are like, I can't figure out why she's crying. And sometimes we can't either. We might need to figure it out. But I think that might be a good gentle question of like, are you angry? Are you sad? Or maybe giving us some options. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Like it's, it's, I think to some degree it's helped me understand what's going on right now and mm-hmm. then be okay with – this is one of the things we talked about in one of the other podcasts. Be okay with the fact that she's going to actually need to talk about that. She's going to need to process that verbally because she won't necessarily know exactly – everything. And you're going to have to be okay with that means that she's like all over you about because of this and because of this and sticking in there with her. You're actually helping her process through something pretty important. You'll see her hopefully in most cases feel heard and start to relax. You agree? Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that just a little bit more of a gentle just prodding in there and seeing kind of what the background is because I, I agree I, I, sometimes it might be I might be like well I'm both I'm angry and I'm sad and I'm you know you just we, we and I've that. got 12 others right and <laughs> I've got a lot feelings. of stuff going on so so just a quick report guard how do you think I tend to do when you cry in the middle of conflict I think that you probably get like a a minus b plus I think you're no, pretty you can good. Be, you can, you pretty can good. shoot me straight. No, I think – I mean you're a very – like you're sensitive mm-hmm. and you do cry probably more than some okay, men. Okay, let's keep and going. Keep going. Get back very, and you are very thoughtful. You really think through emotions. Mm-hmm. So that's – I mean I think that's really helpful. So I think that you do a good job. But I do know that sometimes when you know that I'm really underneath that I'm angry about something that you tend to flight. Yeah. That you, that's what I was going to say. You want to escape and not really deal with it. Yeah. And, I, and one of the verses that uh, that I think is a great one to add to this is Psalm 56, 8. You have kept count of my tossings, put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Mm. And it's just a reminder. It's like God moves towards our tears. That's the psalmist talking about God putting our tears in a bottle. It's almost like you can even get a picture, I think, of the bottle going right where the tears are. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm moving towards you. And I think that's what I heard you say is that for guys, our, our 
instinct is abandonment or anger, whereas God's instinct toward is to move towards us to engage the tears, engage the emotions. And that requires a husband to go, I need God's spirit in my life to do that because it's not going to come naturally. Well, it certainly won't from everything that we've heard from the men. It's not only that it doesn't come naturally, but it's actually scary. And for any women spies who are listening in to realize that I guess we look scary when we're when we're upset, when we're angry, when we're crying. I had a, one man yell out from one of our marriage conferences when we were talking about she doesn't need space, she needs a hug. And one man yelled out from the audience, you mean hug the porcupine? Right. You know, because I guess that's what we look like. And again, the key, guys, is that, I mean, at some other non-emotional time, ask your wife, you know, if we're in conflict – do you want space or do you want a hug? Hmm. And if she says she is the type to want a hug, which is going to be most but not all, if she is that type, then take that step, that courageous step when you're in the middle of it and you want a flight and give her a hug. And even if it is that you're giving her a hug to say, I can't even think right now. Like I hate seeing that I've made you cry. I need to get a little space, but I want you to know we're okay and give her a big hug and say, can we pick this back up at dinner time? I mean, that is the kind of thing that for most women, that right there makes her feel so cared for that the reason for the sadness or the anger or whatever has been sort of soothed. Yeah. I think that I would love that. I think that would be something that I would really respond well to. I might start doing that then. Some good advice. (laughs) Some good wisdom. I think the other the other trap that I think guys can fall into is minimizing the tears and almost almost going and, and not just with anger or with abandonment, but it's like, oh, you'll get over this. Like you'll you know, come on, snap out of it. You know, uh, it, it's it's more of a sense of, hey, let's let's keep moving. You'll be OK. You got this. And another verse that I think is appropriate here is Proverbs twenty five twenty. Whoever sings songs to a heavy heart is like one who takes off a garment on a cold day and like vinegar on soda. (laughs) Explosion. Yeah. And yeah, it's a great image. It rubs you raw. Rubs you raw. And so to just try to go, hey, let's be happy now. Let's just minimize what's really going on and move towards what a guy feels safe in is when my wife, I can tell that my wife is enjoying me. And when she's not enjoying me, I want to get back to that really quickly. But guys, just remember, you've been given this incredible heart to hold your wife's heart and treat it tenderly. Mm. That's great. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Jen, my bride? Encourage these guys out there how they can keep loving the one they're with well? Well, I was just thinking that when you go against what you might normally want to do, man, what an incredible thing when you when you reach out to your wife and love her in this way. Yeah. You won't regret it. Mm. I don't think you'll ever regret it. You'll only get a woman who is softer towards you, who is I mean, when you when you do things like that for me, I just, you know, I just fall in love with you that little bit more yeah, and appreciate it so much. Well, and guys, if you ever think about like after a game where the coaches and the players, they all roll tape on the previous game and they find out where they went wrong. There's never a time where you look back and roll tape on your conflict where you think, you know what? Running out of the room while she was crying, that really drew her closer to me. <laughs> Or, you know, yelling or telling her to get over it. Like, that really helped us grow closer or, together. Or can we stop with the drama? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. What's the big deal? Let's yeah. go. I thought we were just, you know, I thought this was nothing, you know. None of that ever works well. 
And so what Jen is saying is right. It's like, yeah, it may not feel natural, but you do that a couple times and you start realizing, oh, this actually works and yeah. brings me together as one, yeah. which is what we're all about here at uh, Married with Benefits is rediscovering the benefits that come uh, with marriage, with, with saying I do. And uh, Shanti, I, I just want to say thanks again for continuing to give us great wisdom. This is good. This this is like a, a counseling session we got for free. I know. Wasn't that nice? How much do we owe you, Shanti? Except no. for the fact that, you know, I'm not a counselor. But other than that, thanks. <laughs> yeah. A Harvard-trained researcher turned counselor, right? <laughs> You've counseled many people. I know, you, I know you say that like a little tongue-in-cheek, but the truth of the matter is I know a ton of psychologists and counselors that recommend your books all the time. We do as speakers. Every weekend, remember, we're talking about your books and for men only, for women only. They have been um, – they have been tools that have been used by God in great ways. Appreciate that. So just as a reminder, if you're looking for a simple way to keep loving the one that you're with, sign up for our daily devotional series called I Do Every Day. They are quick read emails. They are, I mean, they're great just to start your day off with in the morning. You'll receive titles like, no, no, bad Roomba. <laughs> I want to see that one. I do too. <laughs> the Tantrum That Changed Everything and Planes, Trains, and Autocorrect. They're great little pieces of wisdom written in winsome ways. Sign up at familylife.com slash I do or click on the link provided in our show notes. I want to give a special shout out to our audio producer, CJ3, and the entire Woo-hoo! Married with Benefits team They're for amazing. surprising me. This was totally unexpected, <laughs> and I didn't know who was coming in when they said special guests. So good job, Jim and Ryan. Join us next time. We're going to answer the question, why am I so confident in arguments at work but so insecure arguing with my wife at home? That's right, honey. You're the worst person to argue with for me. Why? Because I just don't know what to do. (laughs) This is why we're having a whole podcast on it next. (laughs) I know. I hear this and I'm thinking, I mean, you have high-powered arguments at work and like big, important people. And I'm just little old me. I do. I argue everybody under the table at work. (laughs) I'm awesome at it. You're not an arguer, but whatever. (laughs) But it is hard at home. We're going to find out why that is. Well, and that one should be fun for me personally because you're staying for another one. I'll stay for one more. All right. Man, that one would be really insecure. (laughs) (laughs) Until then, I'm your host, Brian Goins. Thanks for listening.